0: Hi, welcome to Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Well, gang, continuing with our interest in famous DJs from New York City, today's episode focuses on a certain urban legend that was common in the 1960s around the greater New York tri-state area and well beyond. Hey, Peggy Sue, would you like to go watch the submarine races with me? Yes, believe it or not, folks. Back in those days of the original Golden Oldies, There are two DJs, both using the term submarine races during their radio shows back then. One was Murray the K of 1010 Winds, who some claim invented the idea of submarine races. Here's a clip from one of his early shows. If you listen carefully, you'll hear the young ladies singing about submarine races. Can you hold a sight? Then you watch the marine races off the night and then you're never too you never too young. To so watch the marine races on the run. Just keep your dial on the coffin the show. And then you make a lot of love and then you go 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 grand coop dance coop dance and grand coop And then there was Bruce Morrow of WABC. Remember cousin Brucey? Well he was also quite famous in his day. Cousin Brucey Uh, Isn't that tiny? Thank you, babe. Isn't that great? It's two and a half minutes now. After nine o'clock with your cousin Brucey, 66 degrees. Partly cloudy skies right now. Let me tell you what's going to be happening uh, tomorrow. We have, uh, let's see, where are we? A high of 75 to 80... You need to so what your- is Frankie. this thing called submarine races? Well, during the heyday of Cousin Brucey, there was a particular trend among teenagers, egged on, of course, by both Cousin Brucey and Murray the K, that gave license to a certain mating ritual in the metropolitan area. What? But let's backtrack for just a moment. You know what urban legends are, right? Basically, they're a story whose origin is clouded in mystery. No one is really sure how they got started, or whether they're even true or not. But by the time they reach public awareness, all that is considered irrelevant. Because just like a rumor, they keep growing and growing, regardless of how factual the story may have been. And apparently, Cousin Brucey was one of the sources of this particular urban legend, along with Murray the K, as well as the comedy team of Bob and Ray on WOR radio. Whoa! And if you really want to get your facts straight, Bob and Ray were actually the very first ones to come up with the concept way back in the 1950s, when they first broadcast this little bit about submarine races off the coast of Maine. Hello. Off Bath, Maine! Where in just a moment you'll hear the starting signal, the throwing of a rock into the river, which signifies the start of the submarine uh, race. They'll race from the point where we're standing to some half a mile up the beach, and uh, where Artie Skirball is standing by with his Come on, portable S2, microphone. Three, six. Now one of the one of the officials is ready S2, to S2, drop two, the rock, three, and in a moment. You'll hear the rock drop and the submarines will submerge as this crowd of some 1,400 people, there it goes, and there they go under, they've submerged. To be fair, Bob and Ray never connected the notion of submarine races with teenage shenanigans. But their shtick may just have provided the germ of an idea for Murray the K and Cousin Brucey, who followed in their footsteps. Oh my. Cousin Brucey put it this way, and I quote, What better thing to do on a summer night that drips with desire than to take in the submarine races? Submarine races were contests that, since they couldn't be seen, were best watched while embracing, preferably in the backseat of a car. (sighs) Now, whether you learned about teenage mating rituals through Cousin Brucie, or beach party movies, or watching Happy Days on TV, or maybe even from your own personal experience, there's a certain custom of going out with a date on a Friday night and heading for some place called Lookout Point, or even Makeout Point. Basically, it was a scenic overlook of some sort with a magnificent view of a lake, the ocean, or maybe even the twinkling lights of the sprawling metropolitan area. And so there you were in your car, the two of you, and after a few minutes of taking in the scenery, You begin snuggling together. You put your arm on her shoulder and before you know it one thing leads to another and the hugging leads to kissing and maybe something else (gasps) and then well let's just leave the rest of this to your imagination. In some areas like the greater New York City area this particular mating ritual became known as watching the submarine races. It wasn't limited to the Big Apple, of course, since I later discovered that it was also common in other areas with major bodies of water, like Lake Onondaga in Syracuse, New York. Now, how do I know this? Well, I'm not going to go into great detail, but I did spend a few years in Syracuse, and so I was aware of the local customs during my own dating adventures up there. The only drawback to this location, however, was the fact that the Salve Chemical plant was right across the water from the Onondaga Lake Park. So you'd usually want to check the weather forecast and the prevailing winds that night before you headed out. Otherwise, the fragrant smells of stinky Salve Chemical might be a really big turnoff for your date. Oh. But no matter how outlandish the idea seemed of having submarine races in some remote inland lake or shallow pond, both the guy and the girl usually went along with the fictional pretext of watching these dubious events. Come to think of it, how do you really watch a submarine race? All the action takes place underwater, right? How would you even know who's winning or losing? But that wasn't what was important, folks. The big thing is, it provided a good excuse for going out in your car for an evening of good old-fashioned necking. And it didn't even have to be a very large body of water either. For example, there was a small park in my hometown area called Rawway River Parkway that had all the necessary ingredients, including some running water, the very shallow Railway River, <laughs> some shady, secluded parking spots, and the proximity to nearby package stores where you could obtain a bottle of Boone's Farm, Ripple, or Mad Dog 2020. The only drawback was there were park rangers that occasionally came by and evicted the submarine race watchers because of a regulation against overnight parking. I know this from experience, of course. But that's a story for another day. So, looking back, what can we say about this urban legend called submarine race watching? Is it real? Or is it the stuff of which tall tales are made? Maybe we should just leave it in the realm of that old cliche we never kiss and tell. Given <laughs> listening to a look behind and rewind, I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at a look behind and rewind and feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.